Welcome to the Herbs with Rosalie podcast, a show exploring how herbs heal as medicine, as food, and through nature connection. I'm your host, Rosalie de la Forêt. I'm an herbalist teacher and the best-selling author of the books Alchemy of Herbs and Wild Remedies. I created this podcast to share trusted herbal wisdom so that you can get the best results when relying on herbs for your health. I love offering up practical knowledge to help you dive deeper into the world of medicinal plants and seasonal living. My goal is that you'll walk away from each episode feeling inspired to start working with herbs in your everyday life. Each episode of the podcast is available on my Herbs with Rosalie YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast app. Transcripts and recipes for each episode can be found at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. To get the latest news, as well as fun bonuses, be sure to sign up for my weekly herbal newsletter. Okay, grab your cup of tea. Let's dive in. I am thrilled to welcome Cammie McBride back to the Herbs with Rosalie podcast. In this episode, we break from my usual format to discuss how to use herbal infused body oils for dry skin and so much more. This is in celebration of her online course, Handcrafted Herbal Oils, which shows you exactly how to make shelf-stable and potent oils using the simplest of ingredients. You can find out more about the Handcrafted Herbal Oils course through the show notes or video description. In case you don't already know her, Cami is the author of the Herbal Kitchen and online courses that help you build confidence and skill to use herbs in your daily life for self-care and as the core of your proactive health plan. Cami's 30 plus years of teaching herbal medicine is steeped in her calling to inspire culture that embraces taking care of our bodies with healing herbs, a deep connection with the earth, and a lifestyle that passes this knowledge on to our children. Cami has taught herbal medicine at the University of California, San Francisco School of Nursing and the California Institute of Integral Studies. She has helped thousands of families learn to use herbs for prevention and self-care. Cami's passion for herbal medicine was propelled by an excruciating brain surgery that resulted from a medication side effect. Awakening from the slumber of the standard drug solution approach to health, she started searching for a better way. Fast forward, she has helped people from all over the world deepen their home herbalism skills. Her lifelong work is to inspire deep connection with the medicine of the plants, the lineage of home crafting natural remedies, and the wisdom of our bodies so that we can live a healing lifestyle. Welcome back to the show, Cammie. Hey, Rosalie. It's really good to see you. I'm so grateful to be here. Oh, well, I'm excited that you are my first ever repeat on the Herbs with Rosalie podcast. So yay. Uh-huh. Good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> and with good reason, because we're good friends. We have deep mutual respect for each other and we love to chat. So <laughs> And I even drove 900 miles one time all around some mountains to come see you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which was so worth it for me. So that was such a fun trip. Great. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to have you here today to specifically talk about herbal oils because we both love herbal infused oils so much. And we also both feel almost like offended on behalf of the herbal oils because they do not get the representation and the awe and the love that we think they deserve. And 
some of that comes from just people not knowing about them. Some of it comes from people who don't know how to make them well. And so they make them in ways where they're too weak or they go moldy or rancid. Some of it just comes to availability. Like you just can't find herbal oils the same way you can find St. Tincture. So we're going to sit down, have this conversation today about herbal, everything herbal oils, and especially how to use herbal oils for dry skin, for anxiety, and all sorts of other things. So I thought maybe we should just start way back at the beginning, Cami, and you can explain what are herbal infused oils. Okay, yeah, that's a good question because there's a lot of confusion. <clears throat> I get emails all the time where people are like interchanging herbal infused oils with essential oils. Mm -hmm. So they're just two completely different animals, okay? So herbal infused oils are where you take the whole plant material, you take the entire plant, and you infuse it in a carrier oil. So a carrier oil like olive oil or jojoba or sesame oil. And so you're infusing the whole plant into a carrier oil and then after certain you know different steps for different different plants require different things and you extract the constituents from the plant into the oil and then you strain it out whereas an essential oil which is, essential oils are really popular so it's easy to confuse essential oil is where you take hundreds of pounds of plant and then you distill them you, you know it takes a lot of equipment you distill the plant down and you extract certain volatile constituents and then what your end product is is highly concentrated your herbal infused oils are just it's just the whole plant and you get what you get where the essential oils they're diffused down you start out with hundreds of plants and so you end up with a very highly concentrated product that you, you can't slop around in the essential oils like you can the herbal infused oils, right? So herbal infused oils that I teach, you can leave them out on the counter. Like they can spill and your dog can lick it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like they are the sa they are safe. Whereas essential oils belong up on the top shelf with all the first aid, the tinctures and other, you know, whatever that, that the kids can't reach. So there's just a big difference. And the essential oils have a lot of contraindications. And so that's why I love the herbal infused oils because they're like, anybody can make them. All you need is oil, plant in a jar and a funnel. You don't even need the funnel, you know, <laughs> and some cloth. And you don't need all that equipment. You don't, you just need a little bit of plant. So it's really the home herbalist. It's really home herbal medicine. And you, you just don't have, whereas essential oils, you really got to think about the contraindications and who's to, who's around it. And so it's just one of the safest home remedies, right? There's no problem with your kids, your animals. So that's, I, I love that for that reason. Hmm. I love that too. Yeah. I think of herbal oils as being so nourishing and they're like nourishing the way food can be nourishing. And because of that, we can turn to them every day, several times a day. There's no like upper limit in that way that we can really turn to them for support and healing over and over again. Yeah. I love that. There's no upper limit. You there <laughs> as much as your body will soak in is what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> you, Cami, are famous for your love of oils, right? That is kind of like you are so known in the herbal world for oil, your herbal infused oils and love of them and your passion for teaching about them in really sophisticated ways that really up-level people's experience of the oils. How did this happen? What brought you into this love of herbal oils? <laughs> well, I've worked with lots of students and lots of clients since 1988. 
I had a clinical practice since 1991. I've been teaching for a very long time. And you know what? I, I really did learn this. I really learned there's lots of great remedies. There's lots of great recipes. There's, but there's just this whole level of population that's just not going to do it. They, it needs to be easy. They need to not have to think about the contraindication. If they have to think about contraindications or that they could hurt somebody, forget it. They're not going to do it. And I would have these clients and students who's like, this is the best remedy for this. And then, then it was just like, they wouldn't, you know, like, okay, they're not doing that. And they wanted something that they didn't have to worry about their kids around it. You know, they wanted something that was truly safe that they could cut their teeth on, you know? And so over time, I was just like, it's the oils. It's the oils that is like the, what do we call it? Patient, you know, compliance, you know, people will comply and actually do. And so what I found is that I really started calling it the least amount of effort for maximum return home mm -hmm. remedy. Okay. I love making tea, but you got to make it every day or every other day. I love making pesto, but you got to make it. And it's like with your oils, you can make a quart and then you have it all year. You don't have to make it over and over. And it's so versatile. And so the other thing that I really saw my students getting overwhelmed with is like, well, should I use a tincture? Should I use a tea? Should I use a compress? Should I use a like which thing for which thing and how much? And so then it was just like, it's the oils, you know, it's like you have your oil, you have your salve and it, it's for, it covers more bases than if you have 10 other things in the cabinet. So it was really this thing of the whole time I've been teaching, because I started teaching in the 1980s when nobody even heard of herbal medicine. And I really had to like crack through some cement. I lived in a very <laughs> conservative town and I had to, I literally had to like crack the cement and try to like, okay, what are people going to do? It's not like that now, but so I really put a lot of effort into that. Like, What's the, the easiest thing, the most comprehensive, the most versatile, right? And so you get your oil, you turn it into a, a salve, and then more people use it. And then you turn it into a chapstick, and now you've just leveled the playing field, right? Like, everybody's got chapstick. <laughs> and so it also just became a way to turn people on to this herbal world. I mean, I, was, I used to stand on the corner, you know, hey... <laughs> You know? <laughs> and so you, you make chapstick and then all of a sudden he's like, what's that? And I remember when my son was little, like one of the moms came over, she's like, well, you gave all the kids some chapstick. Can I have some? Like, what is that? Mm. <laughs> so now you have this thing that everybody's like, what is that? Especially I'm really into bringing up our nieces and nephews and the neighbor kids and all the younger ones. They start using these salves themselves without any like, oh, don't do too much, or oh, you know, they just can use them. And then they have the experience of making themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't mom making a tea, it wasn't mom making their or auntie or neighbor saying, here, you got to take this syrup. It's like they're doing it themselves because it's in their pocket. Mm -hmm. And so I really found it a way to like, infiltrate the schools, infiltrate like play groups, like, oh, chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why I just got so into it because I found it was one of the best ways in. Hmm. So with that, like you're, so we're talking about herbal oils and you're mentioning some things we can do with herbal oils and let's just spell those out for folks. Cause that's one thing I love about herbal oils is they're so versatile. So you make this base product of your herbal oil, which you can use as an oil and then you can make all these other things. So you mentioned chapstick or lip balm, salve. Maybe you could explain what a salve is in case someone doesn't know. Yeah, salve is where you, you know, you take 
an ounce of your infused herbal oil and you warm it up a little bit and you add beeswax. And the main thing about salve is that it doesn't run. So they're there for like when you're traveling and you can make your body butter. And with the salve, what do you use salves for? It can be used for dry skin, cuts, scrapes, scratches, pain, bruises, contusions, neck aches, you know, depends on which oil you're using, you know, so. Okay, sorry, maybe I should have said, what can't you use that for? <laughs> yeah, you want, you want that A to Z first aid list, because I can rattle it off, you know, <laughs> starting with an A, acne, bruises, burns, cuts, eczema, growing pains, wow. inflamed skin, muscle pain, nerve pain, neck pain, you know, it's just like cracked skin, stretch marks right? Scars, whiplash, right? So my, my son, he used to have brutal growing pains. He was one of these kids that he woke up in the morning and he didn't stop until, until I made him stop. And he would wake up in the night screaming at the top of his lungs. And so here you're like sound asleep and you have a seven-year-old in the next room screaming the loudest they can scream, <sighs> you know, and it was his growing pains, both legs, his legs would just be like, oh, because he just played so hard. And I would come in there and I, St. John's wort, St. John's wort healed it. And so after like a year, year and a half, he would wake up screaming, mom, I need some St. John's wort, St. John's wort, hurry, mom, hurry, hurry. Hmm. You got a kid screaming in the middle of the night. For St. John's Wort, well, I'd be like, it's on your, your dresser next to your bed, but sure, I'll come in and do it for you, you know? So he had this experience of this oil of St. John's Wort completely soothing and taking away his growing pains. And I have hundreds of students that have had that same experience. And what, what remedy is there for that? There's not really a remedy, right? That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Now, he, as a kid, now he knows about herbal medicine working and that mm -hmm. right there is invaluable. Yeah, yeah. All right, so lip balm, salve, and I cut you off. You were mentioning kind of some more luxurious things like body butter. Yeah, you can you can ask, you know, you can add beeswax and you can also add like cocoa butter or shea butter, different butters to turn it into a lotion or a butter. You can also take your herbal oil and add salt to it. And then now you have a body scrub that you can scrub on your body when, the, when you're in the shower. So there are a lot of really cool ways to apply the oils for sure. Hmm. Yeah, as I said, that's one of my favorite things about the oils. And I love that these are so many of the things can be both medicinal and luxurious. Like you could say, oh, you know, lip balm is just, you know, make your lips moist, but you can make a lip balm for cold sores. You can make the lip balm for severely chapped lips that might happen because of sun exposure or because of the winter harsh weather. With body butter, it makes your skin feel luxurious, but can also be wonderful for treating dry skin, like really dry skin. Yeah. I mean, what you're, what you're touching on is like, all these things, they can be used for prevention, you know, preventing dry skin, preventing colds even. They can be used more for like luxurious self-care mm -hmm. and they're used for acute care, you know, acute, that's some of the things I've talked about before. So as far as being so versatile, it's like prevention, self-care, you know, relaxation, acute care, first aid, and then also recovery. It helps you to recover from some things too. So that's a lot of different stages of the human experience, right? Mm -hmm. For it to apply to. Mm -hmm. 
And let's talk a bit about dry skin, because that's an interesting thing that oils help, because on the one hand, it's very obvious, right? You put some oil or luxurious body butter or cream on your skin, and it helps relieve those feelings of dryness. But dry skin isn't always just about dry skin. We can also see that kind of reverberated in our nervous system. So I'm wondering if you can just mention that a little bit about how body oiling and really taking care of yourself with oils can help you mentally as well. Yeah, of course, the skin is our, you know, our largest external organ, you know, the surface area is huge, right? But if you look at a photograph of the skin, you know, and what's right underneath the skin, right underneath the skin are the nerves. The nerve pathways are right under the skin. And also the lymph is right under the skin. And so if you take and you take your fingernail and you scratch your skin right now and it's all white and crusty and dry, it's your skin is, is dehydrated. You're dehydrated. And so when you moisturize and you really give these fats to your skin, it, it sinks in and it also creates a more, a better environment for your nerves and your lymph to work. And so your lymph houses your immunity, but your nerves, you know, it's like anxiety, stress, tension, your nerves are right underneath your skin. And if your skin is dry, I know without a doubt, if you deal with any kind of stress or tension, anxiety, it will be slightly, or maybe even more, you know, much more, you know, there's gradients, but it will be worse if your skin is dry. I have seen that. I can't even tell you how much I've seen that. And it's not, it's not just if you, you know, get the oil on right now, it's like you make a habit of it and you oil every day. So like you can just, I would invite you to try this experiment and get, get oil or salve on your body every day for like two or three weeks. Okay, just every day, like before you bed, take a warm shower and just oil up and wrap yourself in your your robe and a towel. So, you know, get oil or everything and do that for two or three weeks, like every day. Okay, then don't do it for five days. I guarantee you will notice a difference. You will notice a difference. I can tell my family and I, we just moved up to the mountains where it's much drier. We have been so much more grouchy. <laughs> I'm like, we, we were arguing that I go, I go, just stop. Everybody's dehydrated. Forget it. We're not going anywhere with this. <laughs> you know? We haven't had enough to drink. We haven't been oiling. Yeah. It makes a big difference in how you feel. It treats, you know, it, it can treat your anxiety. So I remember in the mid nineties, I was studying with Dr. Ladd, the school of Ayurvedic studies. And there was a woman that came to class. She was late. She was really late. She was one of my classmates and she had been rear-ended on the way over. And she was obviously disheveled and, you know, she was shook up, right? She had just been in a car wreck. And so Dr. Ladd stopped class and he just put his hands around her and, you know, he's just, oh my God, he's so amazing. And he said, oh, it's the perfect time to dip you in oil. Hmm. You know, you had this image of like just dipping her in oil, right? So you go into the treatment room and it's like, how much oil can the body soak up? A lot, you know, so you warm the oil and you just keep applying it. You keep applying it. And then you get in the bathtub and you get as much oil in the bathtub and you calm and you ground out the anxiety, the trauma from the car wreck. He was like, you are going to oil yourself twice a day with warm oil every day. You're going to scalp oil and it treats the anxiety and the shock. Mm -hmm. And so I saw that firsthand and that, you know, it really impressed me. And so when I'm starting to feel a little, whatever I oil, I just think of Dr. And I it's the perfect time to be dipped in oil. 
Mm. <laughs> well, I, I love that story and just everything you're sharing so much because one, using infused oils for dry skin and nourishing the nerves, nourishing the lymph system is just something you don't always hear about. But also something that I'm really cluing into what you're saying, Cami, is the quantity, which I think is one reason that people might not get what they're looking for in oils because they're not understanding how much to use. And this is another reason why herbs can be underrated, because if you try and buy your own infused oil, I mean, it's just difficult to even find it in that kind of quantity versus making your own where, like you said, you can make a quart of it. And it's just you can't buy that at all. No. You know, it's really I mean, you could, yeah. I guess, but it takes a lot of work because it just comes in little two ounce containers and they cost a lot of money. And yeah, making your own is just so different. But, and I love too, Cammie, how you talked about like how easy it is. Like you don't need a still, you don't need the special equipment. You know, you just need your special, you know, your couple things, a jar. But there are some tricks to making herbal infused oils. And one thing that I love about your class, Handcrafted Herbal Oils, and, you know, over the years watching so many students go through them is seeing how much their oils change before and after class. So I guess... You know, just, I would love to hear you talk about just the, you know, why you think it's so important for people to make their own oils versus try to buy them. I hope I left something for you to talk about in there, but I think that's yeah. very compelling. Yeah. About, you know, why, you know, why is this something that we need to have in our kitchens and in our homes? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's so true because again, the, the issue of the day is overwhelm, right? It's like, well, should I learn how to make this? Should I learn how to make which, which, which herbal medicine? Which application, right? There's a lot. And so you, you already hit on it. You know, you make your own because it's affordable. You buy one ounce of calendula oil right now and you can find it between 10 and $20 an ounce, right? So that's why this is the most underused herbal remedy. You know, elderberry syrup has hit the big time. Turmeric milk's been on the cover of, you know, Echinacea's been on the cover of Time Magazine, Fire Cider, right? But people have not gotten the jaw-dropping experiences and help from the oils because they don't use enough. If you have something going on, you need a lot of oil. You need a lot of oil. It's it's like you don't just like put on that little ounce. I, one time I sprained my ankle. I was at a gathering and they had an herbalist there and she brought over the, like this one ounce of like St. John's wort and arnica. And she's like, here, and she put a little on my ankle. I was like, I'm sorry, I'll pay you later. Can I just have that little bottle? <laughs> and I just poured the whole bottle on my leg right then and there. She's like, wow, you really need a not lot, huh? I go, oh yeah, do you have any more? <laughs> you know? She was just going to rub. She just put like a little in her hand and was going to, mm -hmm. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not going to, that's not going to work, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you, you need a lot. So it's like, if you don't have it on hand, you're not going to use it. Or if it's going to cost you a hundred dollars, you know, I know I'm trying it. to actually do math in my head right now, which I'm not great at, but I'm yeah, like, do the math for one court. ounce is $10. That's on the <laughs> low end, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you make it your quart, which is 32, 32 ounces, ounces, I mean, you're looking at $320. Yeah, nobody's going to do that. And then they're exactly. still going to dole it out. They're going to be like, oh, that's too expensive. I'm just going to use a little bit. No, you need to have a quart on hand so you can just go pump, pump, pump. And you don't, you're not thinking about how much you're using. And then as soon as it's all dried in, you use it again. So I was in a really, really bad car accident about 30 years ago. My truck was totaled. I was hit by a car from the side. I didn't even see it coming. And it threw me into oncoming traffic. 
whew, and that oncoming traffic, it just happened to be a Mack truck, like, hello. So when you look at that truck that I was in, you think, oh, wow, sorry for that person, you know, but somehow, you know, I wasn't meant to go. <laughs> you know, it was, it was one of these experiences where the angels came in and mm -hmm. time stopped and, you know, I was ser seriously injured, but I, I'm here I am. But I came out of that and I had been holding onto the steering wheel and my wrists, my hands, the, the nerves in my wrists were torn and I couldn't use my hands for like a long time. But I just so happened to have several gallons of St. John's wort from my summer oil making. And the doctors are like, oh, you're you're down for a year. You're not gonna be able to work for a year. Da, da, da. Well, it took me about five months and they were just like, wow, that was a lot. And it was, it was the oil. It was me having oil every day, all the time, compressing my wrists. I used all that oil, you know, I had it and I would have never healed myself that way. And so you, you need a lot, <laughs> just like when it's time to be dipped in oil, you know, hopefully you're not going to have to deal with that. Hopefully you can just lounge in the bathtub with your, your body butter and all of that, you know. But if you if your nerves are deranged, the oil is the antidote and you want to have enough on hand. Mm, I'm so glad that you had oils to turn to in that, that time, Kimmy. So one reason that you and I get along so well is, again, our love of oils. And also, we both have this like deep desire to help people make herbal things well, because that is really a big problem, especially now. I think in with social media and stuff, people, there's a lot of bad information out there. A lot of um, people kind of making it up as they go along. And then, and yeah. then like they become teachers the next day and share this kind of stuff. And they just make all the classic mistakes, you know, in their enthusiasm to love herbs, which I totally get. But there are definitely ways that oils can go wrong. So I'm wondering if you could speak to that a little bit of just like when people make their, their oils, what, what goes wrong? It's it, that's how it goes. I mean, the reason why I'm so good at this is because in the 1980s, there, there were no mentors. The reason why I know so much is because I've made every single possible mistake there ever in the history of this world around making oils. I had so many moldy batches trying to figure it out. Like what, what is going on? And even now I had a student two years ago. She's like, I'm, I'm doing this. And she literally took like two days and she watched every video there was on YouTube and Google for making oils. And she was just like, OMG. <laughs> she said, it is terrible what's out there. It's so incomplete. It's so whatever. And so it's interesting. Again, the oils are something that the refinement of their oil making just hasn't quite made it. But I mean, into like kind of the mainstream kind of herbal medicine making. And so, you know, I started massage and herbal school at the same time. And so I've just, the oils have just been it for me since the very beginning. And the thing is, is that people just get in a, a, a bottle and putting the herb in and putting the oil in, putting the lid on, you know, waiting six weeks. The thing is, is that each plant has what it likes. It's kind of like tea, right? You know, you do an infusion, decoction, quick steep, long steep, cold infusion, right? There are nuances. Like you can just make a tea, put a tea bag in, but then there's like, well, what about that four hour infusion? And what about a decoction? And there's a refinement in our medicine making, right? With the oil, it's the same thing. There are nuances for each plant that you need to consider. And it's kind of a long road figuring it out on your own. I mean, I spent a solid decade, like just kind of slopping around. <laughs> Again, that's one way to learn, but that's why 
I really encourage people to get into my course, Handcrafted Healing Herbal Oils, because what I do is I've created a framework of the questions that you need to ask for every herb, because every herb things are like a little bit different. There's Mm -hmm. these nuances again, right? Again, think about the tea thing. And so it's like, you, you want to get this foundation of how to think about the herbs and each individual herb that you're going to make with before you just plop it into a jar. And you absolutely want to make your oils with shelf stability in mind first. Okay. If you're just plopping stuff in a jar and you don't really understand the shelf stability. So the thing is you get on, on Google and it's like, there's all these demonstrations, but nobody tells you why, like, why, why do you do it that way? Mm-hmm. What does that do for your shelf stability? And then just one quick tip that we can talk about here is I made up an acronym is called FLAM. Like you don't want to FLAM your oils and FLAM is F-L-A-H-M. And that means fluctuations in light, air, heat, and moisture. Hmm. Okay, So fluctuating FLAM. So you can just remember that don't FLAM your oil. That's one simple thing. Even if, you know, you don't have all the nuances for making it that you definitely want to get. But like after, once you have your oil, you don't flam it. Don't get it into a lot of light, air, heat, and moisture and have that fluctuating. Because then your shelf life just, especially then if you didn't begin making your oils with understanding shelf life, and then you do some of that. And then it's just like, you know, go to the health food store and smell the oils, the infused oils. Most of them are not doing too good. Yeah. Yeah. There's that rancidity and which yeah. then... Like I know people who like they go and they buy their infused oils from the store or they make their own in a way that's not shelf stable. Those become rancid, but then they start making the body butter and the creams and everything, which now we're talking about a lot of ingredients that are not cheap. And then like the whole product is just ruined because it wasn't there at the first level. Yeah, Cammy, I was just thinking, I already mentioned this. This is like one of my favorite things to see from your students is the before and afters of their oils. And so often they're what we see is like these kind of pale lackluster oils. I call them disappointing oils. And then after handcrafted oh, healing oils, course, <laughs> well, they, they are though, they are. <laughs> and then after the handcrafted healing oils course, they have this like vibrancy to them that is just so palpable. I mean, you can just see it, but people, you know, what people don't often take the picture of is their like rancid moldy oils which are two separate things, but that would be another photo. Like before Cami, my oil went moldy all the time. It rancid all the time. You know, it wasn't just the lack of color and vivaciousness, but it was also this like kind of gag feature. Yeah. And you don't, you don't want, you don't want that on your skin. It's not good for you, you know? And you're right. Just mentioning like, yeah, you start with an oil that's like halfway. But see, the thing is, is that the herbs are amazing because even if your calendula oil or your St. John's wort oil or whatever oil you've made is at like seven, usually when people come to me, their, their oils are at about 60 to 70% capacity. Hmm. And I take them up to a hundred percent potency. Okay. And so at 70% capacity, you still get a lot of results. You know, it still heals the skin. It still does all these things. People are like, well, I've been having results for years. I'm like, okay, I guarantee money back guarantee. I will, as I take you up to a hundred percent, it's going to just be your, you know, it's going to change the game for you. Mm-hmm. But so people ha- are having results even at, you know, when they're, the oils aren't very colorful and all those disappointing oils, that you're <laughs> talking about, they still have results with those. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you're going to, I mean, carrier oils have become more expensive. And, and then if you turn a body, I mean, all the ingredients have become more expensive. If you're going to do that, 
you want things optimum, right? Because again, like you said, we're, I, I'm into helping people. And if you're going to give them an herbal remedy, don't you want to just feel confident? You're like, here, I made this amazing salve. I'm not sure what the shelf life is, but it should be good for a while. No, you are the caretaker. You are the, you are the herbal person that's like bringing them herbal medicine. You want it to work. You want to know it's going to work. You want to be completely confident. And you want that, you know, you want that person to get the best healing possible. I mean, that's, that, that's what it's all about, right? That's so true. You don't want to be like, here's a sap. Hope, hope it works. <laughs> that's not what you want to do. Not I hope it works because it will work some. Not I hope like it's the shelf life. I mean, it definitely doesn't work as well, but the shelf life is an issue. You know, the all these oils and salves gone bad. I just, no, uh-uh. You do not want that on your skin. And now your body's having to deal with free radicals. Yeah. So now it just puts more pressure on your body. Yeah. And for people who don't know what rancidity is, a great tip for that is when you smell an oil and it smells like an old crayon. That's the best description I've ever heard. It smells like an old crayon. And once you know the smell of a rancid oil, you'll never forget it. There's something off about it. No one smells a rancid oil and thinks like, oh, that's great. <laughs> like there's something off about it. But so if you haven't yet smelled a rancid oil, again, once you smell it, you'll never forget it. Yeah. And one of the things I do in class is I help train your nose so that you can start to smell oils as they're going bad. Mm. It's kind of like once it's gone bad, it's, it's kind of like you said, it's like, oh, okay. You know, I got it. But can you smell something as it's starting to turn, right? You develop a nose, even more nuanced. It's like, Hmm, that is starting to turn. It would most pe many people would say, "Oh, it's still okay." So you you know we develop an even more refined mm -hmm. nose, you know. So it's like you feel confident, and you have something in your hands that you can have a quick win, right? Mm -hmm. Right away. You, you don't have to take it internally. You put it on externally, and with whatever you're treating, you can, you can have a quick win that you feel confident in. Mm. That's, that's what I love about these oils. Absolutely. And let's talk about some wins. Cause you've already mentioned some great stories. I've heard a lot about St. John's wort, which is so wonderful for the nerves. And you told, you know, with your own wrists and how the, that was so healing with the St. John's wort. And I've heard so many stories over the years, thoracic outlet syndrome, sciatica, all sorts of painful nerve issues that St. John's wort is just so amazing for. Another favorite of mine is calendula. And I'm wondering if you could mention some of your favorite ways to work with calendula, some of your favorite gifts of calendula, because that is one that also goes really well into oil. Yeah, calendula is just incredible. You can have so much success with that oil and that salve because it's not only the one of the most powerful vulnerables which helps the skin to regenerate, but it also it stimulates circulation. So whatever it does, it activates things more. You know, it delivers more. It gets things moving. M much of the problem on our skin, like when we get a bruise, contusion, cut, scrape, is the immune system, right? Goes to the site. Everybody goes to the site. And then all those short-lived immune cells, they die at the site, right? And so that's why we have bruises. It's all the dead cells that came to stop the infection, stop the bleeding. But then when you have all those dead cells, then the body, it's like then the future cells that come in to heal, they can't get in and then the waste can't get out. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's a traffic jam. 
yeah, it's a traffic jam. And so that's what takes the body so long to heal the bruises and contusions is because the body gets stuck there. It, you know, it's, it's just part of the process. And so the calendula comes in and helps move. It gets all that moving quicker. And so that the body can get in and heal and the waste can get out, then the vulnerary can work. And so it just have, you know, all your topical skin stuff. I have one student, Beatrice Chris, she was in class and she had made a bunch of oils and she had this thing on her skin that she said, you know, she's like, I've had this for 20 years. She says, but Cammie said that it does amazing things for the kids. So she started putting it on her skin every day and she just didn't really believe it. And then it went away. Wow. <laughs> she literally, she texted, she emailed, she's like, oh my God. I <laughs> She had, she says, I've tried everything. I've been to the dermatologist. I've been to every mm -hmm. esthetician. I've tried, I paid thousands of dollars for, you know, anyway, for all these different creams and peels and stuff. And that's what happens when you have a super potent, good oil. It's like, it can heal things that just heals the skin. Mm -hmm. And it also, it's really good to put in with St. John's Ward or <clears throat> with comfrey so comfrey oil right comfrey oil is an amazing healer and the calendula just helps deliver it so when you start using comfrey and calendula together mm. for an injury so I, I have a student i mean i literally have thousands of stories you know just like oh tell this one tell this one but i this is more recent i have a student last year she's a horse trainer and she's seen hundreds of horse injuries because she's been doing it for for several decades and she sent me a message and she was out in the field, you know, she had her oils with her and she said that her horse started dancing, you know, did a little dance on her ankle. She says, my horse decided to dance on my ankle, mm -hmm. thousand pound horse, crush injury, ankle crush injury. Right. And usually she would have just gone to the ER or whatever. And so at first she, but she was away. She wasn't close. She had to, then it wasn't going to be till the next day till she could get like to a doctor or a clinic. And so she used, she had calendula comfrey oil. And she wrapped it and she, she soaked her ankle in it all night. And the next morning, she, she emailed me. She texted me. I actually have it written down. She says, I was blown away. She said, that oil defied reality and defied gravity. Wow. Oh, my God. She said, my pain was down to like, it was at an eight. It was down to like a one or a two. The inflammation had gone down. And I could like, I didn't even go to the clinic. Wow. You know? You know, she, she just, she couldn't believe it. Yeah. So that's um, the power of comfrey and then a little calendula to just keep it there and deliver it. It's so hmm. powerful. Hmm. Oh, I love comfrey stories. And that's such a great tip with the calendula. You know, there's another reason that I use the oils that we haven't mentioned yet. And that's for our, the sun and protection from getting sun. When I was younger, I got a little, I got a lot of the sun exposure. I love to go to the beach and I didn't really pay attention to stuff like covering up. Now I'm great at covering up. I don't go out in the full sun, but with that in regards of just seeing, you know, what that can do down the road, I am just luxuriating in herbal oils every night. There's not a night that I don't use herbal oils. And mm. my favorites right now are St. John's wort and calendula. I love those too. I also love Tulsi or holy basil oil. That one is just, oh, to put it on just before bed. It's just, I love it. It's just, mm. I just sink into it every night. And the other one I'll mention is chamomile infused oil, which is just so calming before bed. I just love all of those. So sometimes I'll use more than one a night. Sometimes like I'll just like for a whole week, I'll use calendula. 
sometimes I mix them up and, but I just can't imagine like going to sleep without first oiling all of those. So that that's really true. I, I oil every night and if I don't, <laughs> it, I found that my body will wake me up and be like, you know, we're just not getting there. Like, like we normally <laughs> can, could you like, just do your little thing and then it'll all be better. I literally get woken up like, Oh God, I got to oil my feet. You know, I'll fall mm -hmm. into bed or something and forget. And my body wakes me up so that I can get a better night's sleep. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That seems a little crazy, right? It's, I mean, I, I, I finally figured it out. I'm like, wow, I am waking up because I didn't oil. That's a wonderful way to prioritize oiling before you go to bed. <laughs> well, Cammy, I'm so grateful that you're here to share your love of oils and all the different ways that we can use oils. I, I'm just going to like, I'm still chuckling inside my head about your A to Z. I mean, there's really so many reasons to turn to oils, to rely on them so many different things we can make with them. For anyone who's interested in knowing how to make your own oils that are potent, that are shelf stable, and on and on and on, then you will not be disappointed with Cammie's handcrafted herbal oils class. She's had thousands of students. I hear from people all the time who just had their minds blown by this class, and I highly recommend that you check that out. You can find that in the show notes or in the video description. Was there anything else you'd like to add, Cammie, before we go? Yeah, there, there is. There's one thing, you know, another thing that I, I know a lot of my students deal with is like getting other people on board, right? So that you're not the lone ranger in your family or in your community. I mean, it's changing. It's getting a lot better. And so what, the other thing that I just really love about the oils is that one of the things that I have just heard over and over and over again, like we heard with my student that said it defied gravity, is that the oils, they change perception of what's possible for healing mm. right so it's like it literally changed they, they literally change people's perception of what is actually possible to heal with the plants so the oils they they, sh they have this amazing way to just sh shift perspective and to me that is really powerful because people think oh yeah herbal remedies I, i'll go to them and then you know if it, it it when people say wow I cannot believe that happened. And it just completely changes everything. I feel like that's a really big culture. I'm into evolving and shifting our culture. And so it, they create a mind shift, right? I've had people go, I got a really bad burn. It was a second degree burn. I did the St. John's oil. And I, I was just wondering if it, if what happened, <laughs> like, did I actually burn, really burn myself? Wasn't mm -hmm. it really bad? I've had people go, that was a bad burn, right? Like that actually happened. Like, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that was a really bad burn. And yeah, the St. John's Wort healed it within like mm -hmm. a day or two. So when people do that, it, it shifts how we look for our medicine, what we reach for our medicine, what, what we feel empowered to maybe take a next. I'm, I am about, you know, us becoming empowered you know, to take care of ourselves as much as we can. And so for me, the oils, they are, they, they do. Yeah, they do that. <laughs> I love that. That makes me think of a story. My first class I ever took in the herbal world was a lip balms and salves class. And I became obsessed, right? I was just yeah. obsessed after that. And so I just started making salves and then trying to give them away. Cause I made like so many saps, jars and jars and jars of saps. I was like that person who had zucchini at the height of summer trying to give it away. That's how I was with my saps, right? 
I made this Arnica salve and I sent it to my friend in California and she is a dancer. And so I just sent it to her, you know, didn't think a lot of it. I mean, I was really just like giving it to like anybody who I could give it to because I was just pumping out so much. And so she writes me back and she's like, oh my gosh, that stuff is magic. And I'd sent her a big eight ounce jar. Right? I was making, that's how much salve I was making. I sent her a big eight ounce jar. She says, it's gone. And I was like, what do you mean it's gone? I mean, this is, you know, like just such a short time later. And she said, well, I started using it. My bruises just disappeared. And so I, you know, within days, I'm giving it to all of my fellow dancers. And so we've all been using it. We can't believe it. It just, our bruises magically disappear. I need more. <laughs> that was so great. But that was like, that was one of my earliest, you know, successes. And I just, I love that there was this like troop of dancers who are just suddenly like all about the Arnica, you know, and calling it magic. Yeah, magic. That's what people go. That's magic. Yeah, it's magic. It just shifted perspective of like what you can do to take care of yourself. You know, mm -hmm. like you don't have to go to the store and get that over the counter thing that destroys your gut destroys your gut, destroys your gut. And then you pass that dysbiosis, that gut disruption generationally onto the next child. And then pretty soon, you know, that's why we are, we're so sick, you know, it's like, no, you don't have to do that. You can take care of yourself. Yeah. We didn't even talk about all of the garbage that's in so many of the cosmetics and face creams that are out there. So many of the standard things you can buy in your average store are just, you know, filled with so much garbage. And that's another wonderful reason to make your own and just have pure, simple ingredients. Yeah. I mean, I just say, you know, it's like master the art of your herbal oils and you can just ditch the toxic body care products, nourish and rejuvenate your skin and take care of your family's health. You know, it's it. like all of these different things. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Well, Cammy, that seems like a great place to stop because that just sums it all up right there. Well, I'm <laughs> so grateful that you're able to join me again. It's always such a pleasure. And thanks for taking time out for sharing your love of oils with all of us. Thank you, Rosalie. As always, I love what you do. I love all your videos and all your lessons that you're putting out. And I just love how you take all these concepts and just make it for anybody to, you know, palpable for anybody to understand. And that is the true gift of a teacher. So thank mm -hmm. you Aww, very thank much. You so much for the listeners, don't forget to head over to herbswithrosaliepodcast.com to get more in-depth information about herbal infused oils from Cami. Also available are the complete show notes, including the transcript. I deeply believe that this world needs more herbalists and plant-centered folks. I'm so glad that you're here as part of this herbal community. Have a beautiful day. Hey, thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you're a new listener, thanks for checking out the show. And don't forget that you can find all the recipes, links, and show notes over at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe and get updates when new episodes release and even submit your requests for future podcast episodes. The world needs more people who are connected to the earth and the healing gifts of plants. I'm so glad that you're here for this adventure. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Rising Appalachia for the use of their beautiful song, Resilience. Listen to more from Rising Appalachia at risingappalachia.com.